0: We're holding a Nevi Shachayim, Shabbes, Aleph, and in the previous year we spoke about the fact that a person's Tvidas are meant to be focused not just on themselves. but they're meant to be They're meant to be there to provide, so to speak, an increase in the kiyach of kedusha in the world. We spoke about Rosh Hashanah. And then we understand that the tefillahs are of a more global nature and we understand that the focus in tefillah is for things which affect the world. We ask for Malchus Hashem and the revelation of the day when But this concept of tefillah is meant to apply to our daily Shemuel as well. This concept of tefillah is meant to affect the daily requests for Das, parnasa, health, and here it seems much more that the focus of the tefillah is a person's needs. How do we find in a tefillah like this also the co- the connection, the motivation that it's meant to be Nifnei Chayloi. Something which is to increase Kuvachamayim in the world. So the Nefesh explains. And he says, Va'afli, Even though we pass in like the opinion of the Gemara that holds shayyokhid Rasha l'chadishtava bit-philosof A person is allowed to add his personal requests into his tfeder al tzorche atzvoy v'tzahroi for his own needs v'tzahroi to deal with his own issues, his own suffering mechol bracha lefiyin yana In any of the brachas of Shmone Esroi if that's uh, something which he has personal difficulty in, he can add a private filler on his own behalf. Here also a person's Kavana isn't meant to be centered on his tzar. This isn't the derech This isn't the correct approach to daven for a person who's a Yasha. That doesn't mean it's osher. For a person that their connection to tefillah is that they can. A person is suffering and sees Akkadish Baruch as an address to turn to in suffering. So for sure that also has its benefit. The fact that a person recognizes that Akkadish Baruch is the one who is able to alleviate that suffering. And Baruch is the address to turn to is willing to listen. That's already a darga vimunna, a darga vitachin. And to a certain extent, that's also a schos why tefillah should be answered. But that's not the level that the Neveshechayim is addressing here. Over here, we're talking on a deeper level. And that is, tefillah isn't meant to be only self centered. Tefillah isn't meant to only be as a result of what a person needs for themselves. And they see tefillah as the address to ensure that what they need is taken care of. And therefore Nefesh HaKhaim brings a marshal, which is a quite a well-known marshal. He's not the only one to bring it. And he asks the question, Really, it's something unbelievable. How is it possible at all to ask Hashem to daven him for something? And if you're talking the case of a person who's being afflicted, how would it be possible for a person to daven to Hashem to take away that affliction? Why? the Indian refers a Just like when it comes to physical healing of a person who's ill of a person who's injured. And if that's the case, samanim, harifim, the doctor will give you medicines which are sharp and as a result, have an effect on him. Or if a person has a disease, that the doctor feels that he has to amputate the limb or an organ. And the reason that the infection or the gangrene, whatever it's going to be, shouldn't spread further. And if that's the case, well it makes sense for the for the ill person to beg with the doctor to plead with him please not to give him the treatment or not to do the surgery the reason he's doing it is because it's there to save a life and if that's the case why would a person ask to be to be Prevented from the treatment which is going to save him. And even if he does ask because of the pain he's experiencing, why would the doctor agree? At the end of the day, he's doing what is necessary to save the person's life. Not only that, that's what the patient is paying for. If he's paying the surgeon to do the surgery, then he wants him to do it. It might be painful. But he has no choice. it's there to save his life. And if that's the case, we know that the Yisurim HaKadosh Baruch gives are the antidote to Averu. And because of Yisurim, a person doesn't lose his Olam And because of the Yisurim a person experiences here, he doesn't have to suffer that much in Gehidim. And if that's the case, the Yisurim are all for his benefit. They're there to purify him. They're there to cleanse him. That that told him expiate the load of debt of avera that he holds, and if that's the case, why would a person ask a kadosh baruch to take his away? That's the one side of the question, and the second part of the question: Why would Hashem agree? If Hashem decided to give him yisurim, it wasn't because Hashem wants him to suffer. If Hashem decided to give you it's because that's the necessary treatment. To deal with the various that the person did. And once it's been decided that that's the needed treatment. So yes, it might be uncomfortable, it might even be painful. But if that's the way to deal with the condition, then we have no choice. So why would the person's feelings make a difference? <laughs> How would a person be able to daven to take away Yusurim? the The usurium are the bandage and the potion which brings the person life because it's the virus. The usurium only comes because of the virus, not for the usurium. If Hashem would listen to the person and remove the usurium, then the soul of the sinner how else would he find Kapara? If that's the case, when Hashem brings Yisurim, we have to understand, Yisurim are good, and Yisurim are necessary. And if that's the case, if it's been decided that that's what the person needs, why would, why would there be a mock? to daven for Hashem to take away the Yisurim? And why would Hashem agree? This is a well-known analogy. Others such as the Chavitz Chaim bring it as well. And that is that what Hashem does is there to purify us, is there to cure us, to heal us from the damage which the has done to our And therefore we should be makabal Yisurim, they are coming for a reason. But if that's the case, then we return to the original question. If that's the case and that's the Emunah, so how is it possible? How is it possible for a person's feathers to be taken out of your serum to get answered? And really, if we think about it, there's a bigger question here. There's a bigger question here. Because the martial isn't so true. The martial presumes that the only way to cure the illness is what the doctor is doing. And if that's the case, the doctor has no choice. He has to use the treatment he's using, he has to perform the surgery he wants to perform. And as much as it's going to cause suffering to the person involved, what can he do? But imagine that there was a second option, a second alternative of how to cure the same illness, to deal with the same infection, and it happened to not involve invasive surgery. Or there was a different treatment option which wasn't painful. And if that was the case, so not only would the patient be right in asking for a different option, because there's another way to achieve the same result. And the person can be cured just as well without the pain that he has to, without experiencing the same pain. And if that's the case, of course, we understand the patient saying, Why are you using a more complicated, a more painful form of treatment? Why do you achieve the same kind of treatment with a painless method? And if that would be the case, not only would you understand the patient, we'd be left with a big question on the doctor. And that is, if you have the option of providing a cure in a way which is not going to hurt, is not going to harm the patient, why are you looking for a method which is going to be injurious, which is going to be painful? Rabbi a complaint that the doctor is making a mistake. And if that's the case, then in the Nimshel we have the same point. And that is, if there's a different option that Akkadish Hu has to deal with the of a person besides for Yisurim, then of course we justify it in asking Akkadish Hu to take away the Yisurim. Because it's not the only method, it's not the only option on how to deal with our avarice. But if that's true, then we have a much bigger question. Because then we have the question, that if since there is another option as well, why would a Baruch will give the more painful one? Why would Hashem give the option of Yusurim if there's another option to choose from? Which can achieve the same results without the pain, without the desire. And so, let's ask the question, does a Baruch have another option? And the answer, Rabbi says is yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yusurim isn't the only way to deal with Averis. But at the same time, let's answer the question. What we asked, and that is that if there is a second option, and therefore we can dive in for it, so then why doesn't Hashem L'Chadkhil use a second option? Why does Hashem L'Chadkhil use an option of Yusurim which is more painful, which is more difficult for a person? And it's only if you were daven that Hakadosh Baruch Hu would consider the second approach. It's really a paradox. If we can daven for a Hashem to find a different method to take away the take away the avera, then of course we are meant to daven. Then why didn't Hashem do it And if there isn't a second method, which my Hashem chose to serve, then what are we davening for? Is not the option. And the answer to this, so to speak, contradiction, the solution to this, this paradox, is to understand the nature of sir. And that is, when a person has done a virus, and HaKadosh Barucho has to intervene, to ensure that they don't become overwhelming, and they are not going to lead to a person's distraction, HaKadosh has only one option, and that is giving sir. Is there a second option? Yes, there is. No, is. A Kodesh Baruch can't use the second option. So, from a point of view, the only option is to give you soon. But there is a second option. A second option which is equally effective at dealing with the effects of Avera. Except, the issue is. That, that second option is only up to us. We can use it, but HaKadosh Baruch can't. Because the second option is Shiva And Shiva has to come from us. HaKadosh Baruch can't make a person do Shavu. And therefore from Hashem's point of view, the option available to Him is to give you syrup if a person realizes that the Yusurim are coming as a result of Avera and therefore they're going to try and find a less painful method to deal with the Avera they have the option. They can do each other. and if they would do each other, then there's no longer the need for Yusurim. Let's understand that this answers the question we asked. Therefore we asked the question if the doctor has a painless method, he would be remiss in using a method of treatment treatment which is more painful that doesn't apply over here because a got only has one option and that is to bring you soon and we ask the question the other way around and that is if the person has no other option So what's he asking for? Why does he accept for it to work? And the answer? The person has a second option. There's the option of shiva. And therefore a person can ask. He can ask that the Asurim be taken away. Because he can provide the other treatments. He can provide the alternative. And now we understand the Oymah with of Nebuchadnezzar Chaim. We're about to read it, but what he says. If a person's motivation in davening is only because of his tzar, he feels the pain, he feels the situation, and then his bakasha is only going to be, A Baruch Hu, save me from this difficulty. Save me from this uh, Yusurim then he's missing the points. Because Yisurim didn't come for nothing. And if a person's perspective only sees as far as the fact of the Yisurim, so then what's he asking for them to be taken away? There was a reason Hashem brought them. But if a person can see beyond that and understand Yisurim come for a chait, and therefore the Tfirah is going to be or, I'm going to do each other. I'm going to use a different method to take care of the, of the of Avaira. And now, therefore, the Yisruim are no longer necessary, then that's the Tvera which works. Because if it's true, if a person does do each other, then he has the right to ask that the Yisruim be removed. But the result, therefore, is the focus on Yisnei <laughs> Khele. A person's focus on Twitter isn't just that he should be spared suffering, but rather that he should be restored to where he's meant to be in the place of doing a vodess Hashem. That's the first usurim. This answers another famous question as well. And the famous question is that Hashem doesn't randomly give people usurim. It wasn't haphazard. If Hashem punishes a person, it's because the person deserved it. And if that's the case, because the person asks Hashem, please take it away, means Hashem would change his position, change his decision. What's going to change? The decision wasn't random. The decision was based on the MS on what the person deserved. So why is Tefillah going to change Hashem's mind as it were? And with what we've now learned, we understand. There's a very deep side over here. There is a feeling we not changing Hashem's mind. With Tfila, we're changing the factors based on which Hashem made his decision. And therefore, if a person's feeling is like the you can use the sadrash itself, please change your mind. That's not necessarily going to work. But if a person's spell is based on the fact of Hashem, I understand the reason I'm suffering is because I've done ovaries, and I'm going to do chivah on those Avaris. and as a result the suffering will no longer be necessary, well now the factors have changed. And if that's the okay, case, so now Hashem can rejudge the person. And if he actually has done chivah, and if he doesn't deserve the punishment anymore, then in the present circumstances, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can spare him punishment. The factors have changed, and Hashem will. Also, the Din Shemayim accordingly. That's the one principle. There's a second Yisoda as well. And that is the Nafshkam already explained to us that a person's thoughts and davening are meant to be not just for himself, but for the whole Jewish people. We already saw that the Tfidah is written by the Rabbim, because the person's thoughts are meant to be with the Rabbim, not just on himself as an individual. And if that's the case, it doesn't really work, this mahalach of tshubba for the rabbi. Because a person might do tshuva for his particular virus, and that can help him with regarding his particular din. If a person is doubting for the rabbi who is suffering, then his individual tshubba might not be the factor which is going to change the din for the rabbi. And therefore, the Nefesh tells us that if a person is diving for the Rabbim, who have been afflicted, the Rabbi who's unwell, the Rabbi who's suffering, there's a different focus, There's a different focus to have in mind if a person is trying to think of tefillah in the sense that it's going to increase the Kayach of Kedush in the world. And he says the following He says, <laughs> if you're talking about the Tsar of K'lai Yisrael, when Kla Yisrael collectively are suffering creates a K'lai Yisrael. He quotes the postage in the Novi Yecheska. Well, the Novi says this clearly. And that is, there might be times when Kla Yisrael collectively do others. And K'lai Yisrael collectively deserve to suffer whether it's Ghalus, whether it's Khurban, whether it's any other affliction of the many, many afflictions Klai Israel have endured. But the problem is that the way that that's looked at by the world is that not just Klai Israel's being punished, but Klai Israel suffering because their God is unable to help them. We find echoes of this already in the story of Purim. When Haman says to the king, Yesh And the king says to him, But they have this God who protects them. And Haman says, No, Yashon, he's asleep. You see that they're in Goddess, You see that they lost their base in English. Hashem is sleeping. He's not going to help them. And that same question comes back every time when Klaishol is persecuted. When the Golem's response says, Well, obviously their God can't save them. That creates a chiddush. That creates a chiddush, and therefore the Navi Chesed tells us that a factor in why our Kodesh will save the Jewish people is not because Klal Shall deserve to be saved, but kim shem kochi, but rather for Hashem's name, which is bimuchorol ba'goim. And as he brings the pasuk Nevi because when Klai Yisrael are exiled, are dispersed, are persecuted, am Hashem ele, so these are Hashem's people. And the question is, well, if these are Hashem's people, then why is Hashem not looking after them? And the guy will see that Kielu has a limit in Hashem's ability. And therefore, if a person is dabbling on behalf of Klai Yisrael, and he sees, that Nebuchadnezzar says, the Kla Yisrael they beaten, they're persecuted. It requires a person to daven, to Hashem to save Israel, but the motivation to take away the Chilol Hashem. We say him. It's not for us. We're not asking because we deserve it, Or because that way we can get saved from punishment. Kiy the shimcha tan rather save us because that will cause kavid shemaim. Because lamo yoyimur ha'amim, ayin noilehaim. Why should the goyim turn to us and say, "Where's your God? If you're suffering so so much, why is Hashem not helping you? That's why, why would we want it to be this chul Hashem?" And therefore, the tefillah for the benefit of the rabbim is a tefillah that Hakadosh Baruch Hu's name shouldn't be slighted in any way. That people will think that I should have able to save us. And now we have to ask a question here, because there's a point which needs to be understood, and that is, why is it? Why is there something here to ask for? When we spoke previously about Chavurah. We said a person is changing the factors of the original den and that's why a Baruch will change the Psaq. But if we're talking about a case where Klai Yisrael has been punished for what they did wrong, then surely Hashem into, took into account the reaction that the world would have to Klai Yisrael's punishment. Surely Hashem knew about the Khilul Hashem up front before He decided to administer the Onish. And if that's the case, why is it going to help to ask about or to mention it again? And if you're going to answer this as a question, like we once spoke about before, this is really a question on Moshe Rabbeinu himself, because after the khayt of the Eglah Azov, Moshe Baruch says to him, "I'm going to destroy them." As a result, the Eglah Azov, and then Moshe comes to Davin. and Moshe raises the argument of Chiddush. Why would Mitzrayim be entitled to say that Hakadosh Baruch Hu took them out and slaughtered them in the desert? What a chid LaShem was going to make—that the nation who was so miraculously saved from Mitzrayim are now being left to die and to rot in the desert—and the question is, what changed? Hakadosh Baruch Hu also was aware of that cheshbon. So why would that change his mind? And the Yisod we learned then, at the time we spoke about it, is that of course Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows about what's going to cause a chilul But this is the important point: Hakadosh Baruch Hu is waiting for Klal Yisrael, so to speak, to bring it up as a factor that they davening for. If by ask chilul Hashem is an important enough reason for us to daven for Hashem to take it away, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu will respond. But if the people don't consider it something important, and they're not prepared, so to speak, to use that as a factor which disturbs us enough to Nashim this serum away because it's causing the chidl Hashem, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mitzidai isn't going to change the Pesach of what's necessary because of it. And therefore when Moshe comes forward with the argument, Akkadish the destroying Klesher is going to cause a Chidul Hashem. Akkadish Parachal accepts it. Except, you have to understand something else. We said previously that Yisurim come because a person needs Kapara. And if that's the case, let's say there would be a Chidul Hashem if Klesher were to suffer. And as a result, Hashem takes the suffering away. Where's the kaparah going to come from? And the answer to this is exactly what happened by Hashem agreed to what Moshe requested. He wasn't going to destroy the Jewish people all at once. But in place of that, On the day when they get punished, they'll get punished that much more because of the There won't be one united collective punishment. But punishment there is. It will just be broken up into smaller amounts. Into more manageable proportions. It won't be the whole Klay suffering simultaneously. And if that's the case, the suffering will come in a way which isn't causing a Khilul Hashem. We don't see Klay collectively being earmarked for punishment. We don't see them all suffering. But at the same time, the Onish is there. And until one less close shall do tshuva, that ownership is going to be given. So now we spoke about two ways, two usages, of how our tefillah, even for our personal requests, whether it's on an individual or communal level, I really focused on Lifnei Khelech. I really focused on the quote Shemaim, which is going to come as a result. Either the Quot Shemaim of a person doing Shiva and therefore re entering, so to speak, the army of Kedusha, or the Lithne Chela of the Quot Shemaim which has being caused in the world. There's a Halkin, which, like we said, even without that, Twitter may still be a Twitter. And HaKadosh Baruch will still listen when a person calls out to him because the fact that a person recognizes that everything comes from Hashem is a principle in the moment that Hashem wants people to know about. But if a person, like we said, is a Yasha and wants to dive from a place of more depth more understanding, then the Tfilah has to relate back to Lifnei to the effect that the response to the Tfilah is going to have on either the amount of Kedusha, or the amount of Kiddush Hashem that there is in the world.